Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. to this week's edition of Alaska Watch. Holy cow, guys, I am tired. I don't know if you can hear my voice or not, but I am beat. I have had a heck of a month here. This is actually the last day of September that I'm recording this, and uh, it's probably going to go out on October 1st. So um, it's been a hell of a month. Man, first weekend I had the Boreal Bigfoot Expo, and then after that I had the trip with Stephen and Adam, the expedition up north. And then after that, I had the trip to Area A. And then after that, <laughs> I had uh, like to make a couple of runs up to Anchorage and back. Uh, I'm purchasing a business and I've been busy moving inventory and um, just dealing with that and, and putting things up and just organizing things. And I am beat. I tell you what, I've really, I think I've kind of, not that I was in the greatest shape to begin with, but I think I've kind of pushed myself to my limits. I think I'm uh, suffering from borderline exhaustion. I've got to the point where I'm not sleeping very well. I think I was up at like five o'clock this morning. So it's, it's been a crazy September and and to think, and somehow I thought in all, in the midst of all this, I knew all this was going on. And somehow I thought I deluded myself into thinking that I was going to get to go moose hunting. <laughs> and, uh, needless to say that did not happen. I bought a, a hunting license and everything and bought some, some hunting ammo. And I never even got the sight of my rifle. It never even happened. So I, I just, it's, it's <laughs> maybe next year. <clears throat> I, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought I was going to be able to go hunting. I guess I thought, well, I'll just, you know, I can just throw my rifle on my four-wheeler and and drive out in the woods for a little while with little or no preparation. (laughs) Uh, It did not happen. Holy cow, it didn't happen. But anyway, uh, I'm I'm back. Uh, I'm in the studio. I've got... um, you know, a little bit, of, a little bit of stuff to talk about today. Not, not a whole lot. I know last episode was really exciting. I had the uh, encounter story from Reed uh, that he relayed to us out of Area A, and uh, that that episode is is uh, very exciting and very popular. A lot of people are people are digging it. Uh, this one we're gonna we're gonna shift down a little bit this week. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some downtime. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about a few things here and there, and then uh, we'll call it good. But man. I have been running myself ragged this week. I'm going to take a little break, um, probably coming up this, this week, uh, this weekend I've got some stuff to do and we're going to finish, uh, organizing and putting things up and then I'm going to probably just do nothing for a little bit. I kind of wanted to get out into the woods one more time, uh, before the snow hit. And I think that'll, I think I can make that happen. I'm not going to do any camping trips, but I can certainly uh, go out and, and do a little squatching. Uh, I've probably got maybe a month before the snow 
hits and starts sticking. Uh, we've actually had some snow already. I think maybe the last time I recorded it was snowing. And, of course, that didn't stick around. It got up back into the 40s, and I think it might have even got up in the 50s one day. I remember as I was, like, moving stuff around. As I was working inside one day, working on some stuff, organizing some stuff, I looked outside and saw how nice it was, and I kind of was lamenting the fact that I had to work inside because it was such a nice day outside. But, uh, yeah, here we are. Um, I wanted to uh, to mention that uh, coming up next month, you know, it's going to be October, you know, Halloween's coming. We're going to have some really cool episodes. Uh, I'm going to do uh, episode or two maybe with uh, Jesse Desmond. She's going to bring us some uh, Alaska uh, strange and spooky stories. We're going to have an episode with her. Uh, I'm going to do an episode on um, missing people in Alaska and maybe something else, uh, some spooky special stuff. So just stay tuned for that. Next month's going to be really cool. Uh, we're going to have a lot going on. And uh, yeah, so be looking forward to that. That is going to be some special content right there. I think uh, Jesse's going to bring us some really cool ghost stories, some scary stories. She's, uh, she's got a lot. Of, she's got a lot of them. So anyway, um, I'm rambling. I'm so tired. I'm like rambling. Uh, I've got some really cool stuff lined up for you today. Uh, the first up, I wanted to talk about a news story, uh, a news article I came across. Uh, as if we don't have enough shit to worry about, ladies and gentlemen, apparently Alaska has its own Alaska pox now. So this is from an article uh, on WebMD. It was published uh, September 23rd, 2021. Uh, and it talks about how two new cases of mysterious viruses have been reported by the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services. So uh, two people showed up, I guess, um, at urgent care in Fairbanks. Uh, one was a child and uh, one was a, a middle-aged woman. woman. Uh, they were not related, did not know each other. Uh, they had symptoms uh, such as pox marks, swollen lymph nodes, and joint pain. And uh, it seems like uh, this uh, virus has been seen a couple of times before. Uh, I guess uh, so a couple of people contracted it back in October of last year. So it seems maybe it pops up around the same time of year, uh, every year. <clears throat> uh, it was, um, let's see, I'm trying to find the name of it here. It has its own like little name. Oh, come on. But uh, they think it that it is trans, um, transferred to humans from uh, possibly cats and other small animals like squirrels and stuff. I guess uh, they think that maybe uh, the cats are catching the squirrels and voles and then transferring the virus to uh, humans. So that's kind of interesting. It sounds like it's not super serious and that the symptoms clear up after a couple of weeks but uh, yeah that's I mean we've got our own our own virus <laughs> uh, here we go it's a type of orthopox virus so it says it wasn't a specific species of orthopox virus that they already knew about so they sent a sample to the CDC in Atlanta for further study at that point they found a new virus so uh, Alaska has its own it's own pox, <laughs> a pox upon us. Uh, but it sounds like it's not very serious. And uh, if you want to, if you want to read some more about it, which I pretty much just told you everything that's in the article, sounds like only about 
five or six people have ever been diagnosed with it. Uh, but if you just Google Alaska pox, it'll you can find a couple articles on it. But uh, sounds like it's it's not very serious, and um, none of the people that have caught it have known each other. Uh, it doesn't say anything about whether they lived in a in a close proximity to each other or anything like that. Uh, but they believe it was uh, transferred by animals, possibly domestic animals, or you know from squirrels, rodents, voles, animals like that. So anyway, that's uh, something new that we got to worry about. And also, well, before I forget, uh, I wanted to mention I'm going to be at CryptidCon in Lexington, Kentucky. That's going to be November 20th through 21st. Uh, I'm going to have a vendor's booth there, and then I'm also going to be on a uh, podcast panel, uh, I believe Saturday night. And sounds like that's going to be a pretty cool panel where a bunch of podcasters are going to get to sit down and um, field questions from the audience and topics, stuff like that. So that should be a lot of fun. So if you guys are planning on attending CryptonCon or being in that area in November, uh, swing by and uh, say hi. I'll have a vendor's booth. You can swing by, pick up a book, get it autographed, uh, pick up an official Alaskawatch shirt or um, any of the other little trinkets that we sell. If you can't make it to CryptidCon, uh, you can pick up any of those items and more at the alaskwatchpodcast.com website. That's alaskwatchpodcast.com. Come by there, click on the store link, and uh, you can purchase anything that we sell at the uh, conferences. And if you want uh, a book and want it autographed or personalized, we can certainly do that for you as well. And I also wanted to give an update. Um, a couple of episodes ago, I did an episode about some eye shine that was discovered in the Bigfoot Encounters of the Pacific Northwest documentary that we did. And I, myself and um, Will Ulmer had been discussing it at length. Uh, Will, you know, of course, was out there with us while we were filming. And he had actually, I think I might have actually misreported this in that episode. Uh, he went back and watched an earlier version of the film, uh, like a, a rough cut. And I think... I had gotten confused when he told me, um, he, I think he said he was going to go back and watch it, watch the er earlier cut and he hadn't done it yet. So anyway, I have a uh, update on that. Will went back. He watched the earlier cut of the documentary and he says that the eye shine is not there. He sent me a video, uh, from an earlier cut and I can, I can not see the eye shine either. In fact, I did a little comparison where I took a screenshot of the eye shine and took a screenshot of the same uh, part in the film without the eye shine. And I kind of put them together, um, you know, side by side. And so I, I don't know what to make of that. I showed it to Steven uh, while we were on our little trip. And he, he doesn't know what to think of it either. So we're not... We're, we're not sure. Uh, Adam, of course, took one look at it and said, well, that's, you know, that's that. It's fake. Uh, so I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't think that our editor <laughs> slash uh, camera guy would do that to us. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about it. But uh, I, I had to put that out there because I, I just don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Um, you know, I asked, I, I and I don't know what resolution that, will's machine or program was running at so but i would think that it, you would still be able to see it uh, i mean it's it's clear enough in the in the version on uh 
that was on TV that you could see it. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Uh, but uh, I just want to give you guys an update on that. I want you guys to, uh, you know, take that. What I'm saying, I guess, is take that with a grain of salt because I don't know what to make of it. Um, I'm certainly perplexed by the entire situation. And I do not want to uh, perpetrate something that may not be real or um, promote it. So anyway, just uh, keep that in mind. Uh, I, I still think it's pretty pretty weird. Uh, but I don't know what to think about it, and uh, I don't know that we'll <laughs> might be one of those things we never really get back uh, down to the bottom of. It might just be one of those things we got to make a note of and move on. But apparently, uh, the eye shine does not show up in in the earlier cut of the film, and I don't I don't know. It, it sounds like neither set of eye shine, which is the one set of eye shine with the scene that I'm in. Um, uh, to me, that just looked like some kind of varmint or natural animal. But the the one with Amy, where Amy's like talking and, and whistling and stuff, that that seems pretty weird because it's pretty high up. So I don't know. I, it's kind of weird that neither one of them showed up, especially if the one in my scene was just like a normal woodland creature. Like, why would you fake something like that? So anyway... I don't know what to think of it. I wanted to pass that information on to you because uh, I think I got uh, the wrong message uh, previously. And I thought that Will said that it was an earlier version of the film uh, when, in fact, it was not. So just FYI. And uh, after that, I think uh, I'm going to have to take a break here and we're going to have some words from our sponsor. Uh, so here we go. Let's hear what's going on in the world of Manscaped where you can go to the manscaped.com website, enter the code BEANS, B-E-A-N-S, and get 20% off and free shipping. So let's take a moment and hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Support for Last Watch Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Ladies, listen up. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for you and your man's jewels. For any women out there who have come across a hairy bush, you're now in luck. Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, have just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Make sure your man joins the 2 million men worldwide who already trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BEANS. That's B-E-A-N-S at manscaped.com. If you're looking to purchase the perfect gift for him that he will actually use, Manscaped is my go-to. Goodbye, Harry. Hello, Smooth. The optimized Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is also waterproof, so your man can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess on the bathroom floor. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code BEANS. That's B-E-A-N-S at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BEANS, B-E-A-N-S. Experience premium grooming with Manscaped. All right, I'm back. So the other day I was uh, scrolling through the Discovery Plus app on my TV and no one was as surprised as I when I saw that season two of the Alaska Triangle uh, had dropped. And uh, I guess there's there's three episodes out now and I've watched two of them. Uh, I watched the first one and then I watched the newest one. Uh, I haven't watched the the second one, which is about uh, uh, like a ghost town or gold rush ghosts or something like that. Uh, The first one 
the first episode that they dropped was about the um, the pyramid supposedly that was located in um, up near oh by Denali, and the other one was the one that I watched uh, actually I watched today was uh, called Bigfoot Island. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about those and just give uh, quick uh, reviews. Uh, I was a little surprised. I They kind of like slipped it under the radar. I didn't know that they were coming out um, with new episodes. Uh, I knew they were coming eventually, but I didn't know they were already like dropping. Apparently, they're dropping every Friday. So anyway, I watched um, the first episode. And, uh, you know, as you guys know, I was in the last season. I was in the episode about uh, Port Chatham. And so I kind of was curious to, to see what they did this season. And I'm not sure if it's the same people that did the, the first season that did this season. Uh, and, you know, full disclosure, I didn't watch every single episode of the first season. Um, I kind of I bounced around a little bit. And, you know, having watched uh, this new season, I, I have to say, like, I was a little disappointed. Um, the episode with the... The, about the the mysterious pyramid um they they had some pretty cool some people some pretty cool people on the episode where they talked about like the history of the pyramid and you know how they became aware of it and stuff like that but then i guess it, like when it come time for them to go look for it uh it kind of i, I don't know it was kind of anticlimactic um i, I you know i don't want to spoil it for anybody but uh, it just, it didn't seem like, I guess, uh, they, it didn't seem like they put forth very much of an effort. I guess I'll just put it that way. Um, I don't want to tell everybody what happened because it's a pretty new episode. So, spoilers. But, uh, yeah, it, was, uh, it, it wasn't quite uh, what I was hoping for. And, um, you know, of course, <clears throat> they've got a new title sequence uh, for this season. Uh, and I'm... Not in that one. I was pretty stoked uh, to be in the title sequence for the first season, um, and maybe maybe that's kind of why I wasn't very happy with uh, this new season is because I'm not in it. I don't know. It just seemed kind of it seemed different. Uh, I can't really put my finger on it. I thought that the last uh, season, while you know they did do some pretty, they made some pretty like oh you know like Alaska's you know it's like so they did a lot of um, oh, I don't even know what you call it. I don't want to. They, they built things up quite a bit, Drama, dramatized things a little bit, especially with the narration. Uh, but I thought that the stuff that they filmed on location was pretty well grounded and pretty, you know, like pretty legit. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I, I know we told them when we went out to Port Chatham, you know, we, we kind of told them, look, you know, we, we understand it's a TV show, you know, it's got to be dramatic, exciting. But we're not going to lie. We're not going to make things up. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to pretend, uh, et cetera, basically. We, you know, we told them, you know, we're trying to be pretty um, honest with our with our work and have a bit of integrity uh, when we go out in the field. So, and they, and they totally, they were like, sure, they were cool with it, totally respected it. <clears throat> And pretty much just let us do our thing. Uh, there was some, you know, there was a little bit of like, 
well, you know, can you tell us, you know, how dangerous it is out, dangerous it is out here? Can you, you know, I mean, they had to get certain elements, uh, and sometimes they had to walk us through some of the elements they wanted. Uh, but I maintain that, you know, we were very serious about the entire thing, and you know, we didn't um, lie or do anything, you know, per- perpetrate any kind of hoax. Um, but I kind of, from this new season, I kind of got the feeling that there certainly was quite a bit of dramatization going on, especially it was some of the stuff on the ground. The third episode that was uh, just released recently is entitled Bigfoot Island, and it's about Prince of Wales Island. And um, when I found that out, I couldn't help but think, I was like, I wonder if they got the idea to go there from us, because uh, as you guys know, uh, Stephen and I and Amy and Adam, we were all supposed to have an expedition out last year to Prince of Wales Island and it didn't happen because of the COVID and, and all that stuff, travel restrictions and it, it was a mess. So, uh, we ended up not going. And when I saw that they were going to Prince of Wales Island, I was like, man, I wonder like, I mean, there are a lot of Bigfoot sightings there and it is, you know, you guys have heard me talk about it through, uh, Robert Alley's works. So I was like, well, I mean, it is kind of a Bigfoot hotspot. I can see why they would end up there. But still, there's also that part of me that's like, I wonder if they were paying attention to what we were doing. <laughs> uh, but we certainly wouldn't have been the first ones to go in there because I believe it was the first, I can't remember if it was the first episode or the first season of Finding Bigfoot. They went to Prince of Wales Island. I think it might have even been in a pilot. So we certainly weren't going to be the first ones in there. And it's certainly, you know, we don't have uh, the market cornered on Bigfooting on Prince of Wales Island. But um, I think we probably would have uh, been one of the first to go in there and actually uh, go pretty deep into the woods. I, I think that a lot of people that have filmed there haven't really um, been willing to commit. We'll just put it that way. Um, and I was kind of interested. There was a, a, a Bigfoot. Uh, they call him a Bigfoot investigator. And I know I know of the guy. I don't know who the guy is. I don't know him personally. Uh, but his name is Chuke, C-H-U-K-E. And he has a like a Chuke's Outdoor Adventures, like a YouTube channel. And I've watched a couple of his videos. And I was actually kind of surprised uh, that they had him out there. Well, number one, I didn't realize he was like a Bigfoot guy. Uh, I've only known him to be like a hunting guy and a, and a firearms guy. And an- another reason he was out is because he is like a firearms guy. And a lot of his videos are about guns and talking about guns. And I kind of thought that they might um, shy away from that. Um, you know, a lot of times on a lot of these shows, you don't see any of the uh, people out looking for Bigfoot. You don't see them carrying guns. So I was kind of kind of surprised at that. I know when we went out, we basically told him, like, look, there's freaking there's a lot of things out here that uh, can harm us. So uh you know, beans has to have a gun. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, he ends up, uh, there, there were some things and, you know, being on TV a couple of times, I, I kind of know some things to look for. Uh, if you're paying attention, you can kind of, you can kind of notice, uh, at one point, you know, he stops and he's like, they're, they're trying to get up to Klawak mountain to see the, the trees that have been jammed in the ground upside down. And, um, if you guys, I'm, if you guys have read any of Robert Alley's books, you're familiar with them. But uh, on on uh, Prince of Wales Island, uh, there's an area near Kowak Mountain where there's a, some trees, some fairly large trees that are 
in the ground upside down with the root systems basically sticking up out of the ground. And uh, it's kind of become synonymous with Bigfoot activity. Uh, however, comma, uh, I personally do not believe that it has anything to do with Bigfoot activity. I believe that um, those were placed there by loggers with, you know, heavy equipment. And one of the reasons I believe that is because it just, it's not something that's common in areas with Bigfoot activity. You know, I've been to a lot of areas where there was a lot of activity and I've seen some, I don't want to call them tree structures, but I've seen some, I've seen some things, some trees manipulated, um, in ways that I believe was done possibly by Bigfoot and they were not manipulated like that it's it's a completely different thing that they do uh to mark their territory in my opinion i mean nobody knows but anyway uh he's climbing up this mountain supposedly climbing up this mountain to find these trees and at one point he like stops and he's like i've been hiking for four hours i don't know if i'm gonna make it no not a bead of sweat on his body (laughs) And uh, it looks like he's uh, actually standing on a trail, like almost a, like a, a old grown up road. It's probably a logging road or something. And uh, it looks like you could totally get like a ATV or something up there or where he, wherever he is. And uh, it just, I don't know. It just didn't strike me as being that far or deep into the bush. Um, it looked like they were on some kind of a trail or a road, but uh I don't know. I wasn't there. So, I mean, maybe, maybe it is. I've never been there, uh, to Prince of Wales Island. So maybe there is a trail that you can walk on for four hours. I I don't know, but, uh, they do eventually find the trees and and the guy, uh, basically pronounces it. Uh, he, he, um, rules it, uh, absolute proof of Sasquatch. And, you know, they, they find a couple more trees and he, uh, he touches them and, and then they, they say, uh, this is probably not a good spot to be because they're, you know, we're going into their territory and obviously they don't want us here. This is a sign. And then they turn around and leave. So that was, um, pretty much the, the Bigfoot Island episode. Uh, the best part in my opinion for, of it was, uh, some of the uh, witness, um, encounters that they had on. And, uh, those, those were pretty, pretty interesting and uh, pretty compelling. So I thought those were pretty neat. Uh, I'm going to continue, you know, nothing, nothing against this shoot guy. I, I don't know him. Like I said, I don't know him from Adam, but I kind of felt like, uh, some of, uh, his stuff was a little bit drama, dram, I can't even talk <laughs> dramatized. And, uh, it just, uh, I don't know something about it. kind of didn't, didn't strike true. I mean, they did find, I mean, I don't think they faked the upside down tree. I mean, it certainly looked real enough to me, but, uh, I don't know if you actually have to hike four hours to get to it or not. Man. Like I said, the guy's like, we've been hiking for four hours. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And he doesn't have any like sweat or anything on him. And then he's like, there it is. As soon as he says, <laughs> so I think it was a bit dramatized, but, uh, it was entertaining, which really, I mean, you know, that's all any of it is, I guess you just have to sit back and it's kind of like gambling. You know, you can't, you can't gamble to get rich. You can't, you can't, you know, go into casino and expect to walk out a millionaire. You it's for entertainment purposes. You go in with a set budget. Uh, you play, if you win more than you started with, Oh, that's great. Good luck. You know, 
And if you don't, you had fun gambling, hopefully. And so that's kind of how you got to look at um, these types of TV shows is they're, they're for entertainment purposes only. You just kind of got to go along for the ride. And if you learn something great, but don't take everything that you see at face value. But anyway, I don't know what's in store for the rest of the, uh, the season. Um, kind of curious to see, I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. I'm assuming probably 10. Uh, like I said, they're dropping every Friday. Uh, I do know they did contact me earlier in the year and, uh, was asking, uh, some stuff, asking me some questions, not Bigfoot related. And, um, I didn't really have any information for them. I didn't really know where to send them. So, um, I didn't, um, really participate in this season at all. So, uh, I wish them the best of luck and, uh, I hope, uh, they get a season three. But uh, that's the Alaska Triangle. It's on the Travel Channel. I don't know if they're showing it on TV or if it's just on the Discovery Plus app. I'm assuming they're going to show them on TV eventually if they haven't already been. I don't. I don't even have TV anymore. I pretty much just watch uh, apps, and it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like it better or worse. I, I'm waiting for somebody to take all these uh, streaming apps and bundle them together and reinvent cable. You know what's coming if it hasn't already happened. Uh, but there's some pretty cool free apps out there that you can watch. They've got have some pretty interesting shows on them. But uh, anyway, guys, that's uh, kind of a rough uh, review of uh, what I've seen so far of Season 2 of the Alaska Triangle. So uh, keep checking in here. Uh, we've got some great stuff coming out in October. So hopefully some scary Alaska ghost stories and uh, other tales of terror to tantalize you. I like alliteration. All right, uh, so anyway, be sure and uh, stop by the alaskwatchpodcast.com website. Uh, check out the podcast and check out our store. Uh, swing on by the Alaskwatch uh, YouTube channel. Check out some of the videos I've got up there. Uh, you can see some beautiful Alaska scenery in those. And uh, I guess that's about it, people. Uh, I'm going to call it. I'm going to get some rest. And uh, be sure and please give our sponsor Manscaped some love. Uh, swing by their website manscape.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code beans that's 20% off and free shipping at manscape.com unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscape all right guys i am signing off and be safe out there mm-hmm.